I want my baby back, baby back, baby back, baby back, baby back, baby back. Chili baby back real. I'll you saw. Chili baby back real. I want my baby back, baby back, baby back, baby back, baby back, baby back. Chili baby back real. I want my baby back, baby back, baby back, baby back, baby back, baby back. Chili, baby back, real. I want my baby back, baby back, baby back, baby back, baby back. Chili, baby back, real. I want my baby back, baby back, baby Live from New York, it's Ask an Engineer. Uh, welcome to Chili's. Uh, I'll be your server tonight. My name is Lady Ada. With me is Mr. Ribs, Lady no. <laughs> With me is Bobby Guzas. Yes, I'm uh, a new, <laughs> exciting and flavorful show for you tonight. You're at the Adafruit Factory. It's where we do all the design, testing, manufacture, coding, and uh, art artistic uh, inventions that we come up with. Right now, Adafruit's uh, kind of tired, sleep, resting, getting ready for the rest of a big, busy week of manufacturing all the open source hardware and software that we distribute to all the good boys and girls around the globe. We're going to do the next hour of uh, Maker News, Ask Engineer, our weekly show every week at 8 o'clock on Wednesdays, Eastern Time. We'll share with you what's happening in the world of making and hacking and crafting and electronics and pythons, and we'll have some new products and giveaways. It's very exciting, and we're glad you joined us. So uh, why don't you tell them what's on tonight's show, Mr. Lee Dana? That's right. On tonight's show, the code is SOIL. It'll all make sense later, I promise. Uh, SOIL, 10% off an Adafruit store all the way up to 11.59 p.m. Eastern Time, except for gift certificates and Ada boxes. It supports us, an open source hardware company in New York City. We have no loans, no venture capital. We're profitable. We have things like paid day off for voting. We have paid day off for charity. We have great healthcare plans. That's exactly what I'm going to be in a meeting tomorrow about because we're renewing our healthcare for yet another year. Vision and dental, all that stuff. But the only way we could do this is if y'all buy something once in a while, but you can save some money. Soil. Um, show and tell. People around the world showing and sharing their project. It was full house tonight. We had a lot of stuff going on. Lady Ada will talk about that and then some. Pack the mailbags in and stop by, read your emails to us. Some Python on hardware news, time travel, look back in the world, makers, hackers, artists, and engineers, stuff that's going on, help wanted. The Adafruit Jobs Board is rocking. It has so many jobs, it paginated. Um, we'll feature a job from the Jobs Board tonight on the show. Made in New York City, some factory footage, 3D printing, new products, top secret. We'll answer your questions at the end of the show. Go over to Discord. And to do that, just go to adafruit.it slash discord. You can use the web. You can use your computer. You can use a phone. Use lots of different things. But trivia question where we give away something, all that and more on you guessed it. Dun da dun. Ask an engineer. We all got right. your we got your discount code, discount code, discount code. Oh, yeah. cool. <laughs> okay. Um, so first up, um, let's uh, pay some bills. Yes. Um, things are changing up a little bit because we have free stuff. We have remember, so much free stuff. Remember when we said adafruit.com slash free was going to change a bunch for the holidays because we want to give you more free stuff? Well, yes. um, we have more free It's true. So, okay. um, so you go to adafruit.com yeah, slash free. Yeah. So I'm going to get, Here's I'll, what you're gonna get. bring this up for you. $99 or more, you get a free Permaproto half-size breadboard. That's the thing in the top That's right. left. Uh, it's the same size and shape as a half-size breadboard. So great when you build a project and you want to make it permanent. Take all the contents, um, move it over to the Permaproto soldered in. Now you can recycle your solder spreadboard. 
knew that $150 or more, you're going to get a free Make Robot Friend Jigsaw Puzzle, which is also a poster, because after you assemble it, and it's not too hard to assemble it, it's, it's kind of large, and it can like be a really cool poster or go under a table. Um, and it features um, art by Bruce Yan, Adabot, um, our friend holding the hands of two humanoids um, who are not going to turn Adabot into some sort of like evil killer robot. No. It's not going to be scary. It's going to no. be friendly. Uh, 199 or more, you'll get free UPS ground shipping. That's the UPS truck um, that's trackable. Uh, good quality, like well-insured shipping to the lower 48, uh, continental United States. Uh, we love UPS ground shipping. We'll talk a little bit later about um, our shipping deadlines, but um, you still have plenty of time as if you want to get stuff for the holidays to order UPS ground, and you'll get that free shipping if you order uh, $200 or more. And then at uh, $200, sorry, $299 or more, you'll get a uh, free circuit playground express. It's our all-in-one circuit board you'll see here. We have some cool products coming up uh, tonight that we'll show you that use it. Um, you can use it with code.org CS Discoveries. You can use it with Arduino. You can use it with CircuitPython. You can use it with MakeCode. It's an all-in-one development board with LEDs, sensors, buttons, switches, capacitive touch, all that good stuff, and you'll get one free. Uh, you can never have too many Circuit Playground Expresses. Yeah. So all that and more. So that's all the free stuff. Um, you know, there's lots of choices you can make as you buy things. Some places, I think Amazon, like they're just like, oh, here's a bunch of, like here's free shipping or something like that. We do have a tier of that, but we give you the actual things that you want, which is hardware. So um, that's, you know, you have choices. Um, we think that this is a good place to get stuff and we want to reward our customers for doing that. Um, shipping, uh, just a reminder, UPS ground is best in the US. Um, postal's okay, might take a little bit longer. And then DHL for international. Three great choices. Yeah, we have same day in New York City, um, every day except for, of course, Thanksgiving, um, which is coming up next week. But if you check out before 11 a.m. in Manhattan, we will ship it out to you same day. And then, um, of course, Thanksgiving, we'll be shipping that day. And on our website, we have all of the shipping holiday deadlines. So if you want to get your stuff before December 21st, look on the shipping deadlines page. This is really important. Don't ruin the holiday. Don't outsource the blame to us if you forget to order <laughs> time. So you can uh, you can order pretty late, but you just have to order next day if you order late enough. And yeah, you might be thinking, well, wait a minute, if you're shipping the same day, why can't I order it the day before? Well, because it's winter. Yeah, there's there's weather. Also, there's holidays. Why wait so last? Don't do the last minute. Either there's a strike, or California's on fire, or there's inclement weather, or something's not working out. So just be robust and, plan, and plan ahead. Don't wait. Don't do the last minute. Last yeah. minute. Give yourself a couple Especially extra Especially not days. this year. If you've watched the news, it's not a good idea not to plan. Um, <laughs> In general. Failing to plan is planning to fail. That's some good jewels of wisdom there. All right. So um, show and tell. We had like a million people on the show and tell. Yeah. One third of the Earth's population was on yep. the show and tell. Which is pretty cool. Um, okay. Well, we had a lot of Adafruit peeps showing off their projects, some musical projects, some robot projects. Colin... I uh, showed off his musical stylings. He made this arpeggiator a long time ago for the trellis. He ported that code to the um, audio library and to um, the trellis M4, and he showed a demo of it. He's going to do a write-up. Um, I think he's going to put the code up really soon. But when you press buttons, it plays the notes that arpeggiate around that note, so you can have like really cool, like bloopy effects. But even if you don't have any musical taste like me, it still sounds really good. Uh, JP is going to be doing. Um, a mega show next week on drum sequencers and, and synthesizers uh, and, and um, synth, uh, sequence synth drum machines, blah, blah, blah. It, it does the type tempo for you, so if you have bad tempo like me, 
Uh, you don't have to worry about that. It takes care of it for you. He's going to show a basic one. Uh, that's a four-voice um, drum machine in uh, Arduino that you can change the audio effects very easily. You can change what uh, sounds are playing. And then um, he'll also show in Arduino how we have a much more advanced one that has like all sorts of really cool motion effects and like skip beats. Um, it's really powerful, but you'll want to show the, see the video to see how to use it. But if you have your Trellis M4, you can just load up um, that software. So check in tomorrow on JP's workshop. Known Pedro, have a new guide. We'll talk about that soon. It's a spooky box. Um, this is a project that actually started around Halloween, but now it's kind of halfway between Halloween and Christmas, so it's kind of like a spooky Christmas box. It's like, it's for like goths who are like, they don't want Halloween to end, but they have to give gifts. Give a spooky box. Um, Katni is working on the character LCD shield and code for Circuit Python. She's making a lot of progress. She wanted to show off her amazing demo of some purple uh, backlight character LCDs. It looks great. Nice work. Katni. Um, Mike B. Uh, worked and released a soundboard uh, guide that uh, used Star Trek, and we'll show that off um, soon. But you can also check out the guide, it's live. And um, then he also uh, showed off some retro stuff. He had an Archer Radio Shack amplifier. It's like an all in one, like nine volt battery powered audio amp that he was using to debug and, and code his Charleston 4. And the really cool thing is he opened it up and it had a schematic inside of it, which is just like, I kind of forgot that that's how stuff from Radio Shack used to have a, a schematic in the back of it. Um, really weird if you're young and you don't, have never purchased old electronics like that. Um, but it used to come with schematics pasted into the, into the case. And he also had a benchtop supply with a story about high school. You'll have to watch uh, to hear that story. Techniac is um, making laser engraved book covers and he's using it to help pay off the laser. So that's working out for him, being creative and uh, being entrepreneurial. David Stills had a bunch of really cool projects. One, he had this servo tester, and that guide will be live soon. Um, every servo is a little bit different. Metal Gear servo, large servos, micro servos, Tower Pro, or like Hobby Town, or whatever. Everybody's got different servos. So this is a tool that's specifically designed for helping you determine what um, the pulse widths are for your servo, and it'll also do a sweep for you. So you can test it. Really useful if you're doing a lot of servo stuff. I might build one of those. That is handy. Um, and uh, he also is working on a pocket Zork machine. And he's kind of like making his way um, through that project. He's got a, he, he like took apart a Bluetooth keyboard and like rewired it. And like, I don't know, it's, it's, it's cool. He's got curses code and he's going to make pocket Z machine. Coding Pro um, made a little, little um, like a, a servo armature. Um, and he's going to have it display the air quality because the air quality out in the in um, American West is, is not so great right now. And he did this really cool thing where he uses Glitch Me yeah. to get the uh, San Francisco air quality index. Yeah, he uses their API, he uses person, and sends Adafruit.io. And then sends, it, sends that data, parses it out, sends it to Adafruit.io, and then he can use that to control his servo so it'll display like the air quality on like a red to green uh, servo arm. A very cool, very advanced uh, project and nice work and, and also, I like the code fit on the screen. It was very like, modern. Out. I think young folks are like, I'm going to build voting machines. I'm going to build air quality stuff. Like yeah. this is the future. If you want to know what's about to happen, it's the folks on show and tell that are making things right now. That's really important to them, and what they're sharing. Yeah. So um, when you when you think about like STEM education and getting young people motivated to do science and stuff like that, well, a lot of them probably want to build air quality sensors for yeah. all sorts of reasons. I know. Yep. Speaking of which, C. Scott showed off a ad for um, Godbout, Godbout Electronics. So apparently we just um, lost a pioneer in electronics 
um, designed some early dev boards. He um, he passed away in the um, the fires in California. So it's it's kind of um, sad, unfortunate. I didn't hear about this person, but I, I will look it up because um, his ads looked really cool. He used to make electronics yeah, back in Oakland, and and like he was he died in fire. Yeah, like, this is this is this is what happens. Yeah, um, it doesn't it doesn't choose. No, um, it just happened. Happen to be there. That's true. Okay. Um, yeah, we have we do a lot. We lost a lot of people in those fires. Um, you also talked about. Um, you, you mentioned the Z machine from David Stells, and so he told a story about how he was, uh, him and his friends were having difficulty getting um, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy to get getting to the end because it's like you had to do a thing at the very beginning. You have to feed like there's a pub and it plays a dog and cheese sandwich. It's or playing Hey Jude, and you have this cheese sandwich. Which was it? You have to get the pocket fluff out of your pocket. And you look under the bed, and you have to feed this cheese sandwich to the dog. It's like so complicated. So they couldn't figure it out. So what? So they like, decompiled like, the code. Like, like, like great engineers, what did they do? Yeah. They decompiled the code and looked at like the text editor, the, like probably some type of very yeah. early way to look at these things. And uh, he said him and his roommate did it because so, they were just like, we have to solve this. We have to solve so, the problem. Like, this, I guess they didn't it. have the invisible clues. See, I had the invisible clues. So I went. I just read them all because I found actually the music clues were as entertaining as the game. Anyways, that was. Uh, oh, sorry. And we had. Um, so I forgot. To, Alyssa showed up at the yeah, very Alyssa end. Yeah, came in. I forgot because it was code last with minute. The QR code on the supercom badge, and uh, you can type in the URL and it will automatically do the QR code over again. So it's kind of neat. We recently had to um, write a QR parser in Circuit Python. So I'm like, I know what that's all about. That is not always so much fun. Okay. Okay. And that was a show and tell. participants on the show and tell get an asking show and tell sticker. Unless you're Melissa, we're going to send Melissa a Halloween. Um, email support at adafruit.com if you want a sticker. Uh, part of our Adafruit live series of shows. Um, got a few different things. I have stuff from JP from last week, and this is an overview of a show. And he did some cool stuff with NeoTrellis and the open source synth application Helm. And then a preview of what he's going to be showing. So it's like... JP time right now. Okay, so strap in. Take it away, JP. Hi, I'm John Park for Adafruit Industries, and this is the Trellis M4. I'm using it here as an expressive MIDI controller by connecting it up to a software synthesizer. The really cool thing is, besides being able to hit the buttons to send MIDI note on off messages, <laughs> I can also use the analog device's ADXL343 accelerometer that's built right onto the board in order to control pretty much any CC message or pitch bend I want. So in this case, I'm gonna control the filter sweep. Check it out. And I've also got pitch bend. And that is the Trellis M4 being used as an expressive MIDI controller.
single week at Eight Fruit we read emails to us at our State of the Fruit meeting and we read them to you here. Thank you for being you Eight Fruit. I love the learning site with a gift shop way of doing things. The tutorials have definitely made learning a wide range of technology incredibly easy and provide just the right amount of foundation to go make whatever we want with the products. Matt. Thanks Matt. Thanks Matt. Okay. Um, don't forget, we're on adafruit.it slash discord. This is where we answer all the questions at the end. And also there's a giant community there. We're almost up to 9,000 people Join in. I think it's the biggest electronics community online on Discord, but we'll see. Someone can tell me if it's not. Um, in addition to JP's synth stuff that he did last week and the stuff he's going to do tomorrow, we also do Make Code Minute. And uh, Make Code is probably one of the easiest ways to get started with electronics. Use a circuit playground board, Plug pop it in. it in, and you just start dragging blocks Dang and you're done. That. And uh, we found that schools really like it. Mike just did a, uh, Mike Burrell, one of the Adafruit engineers, just did a workshop class lesson thing with 4-H. They use it. And if 4-H uses it, that's good enough for me. I was a 4-H. Great so. for kids and I kids assume. at heart. Yeah. So um, take it away, JP. Yeah, that's right. It's the Make Code Minute. And what I want to talk to you about today on the Make Code Minute is communicating between Circuit Playground Express boards using infrared. Uh, so if you take a look here in my MakeCode session, uh, I've got just a very simple uh, sketch running where I have a button click input for A and a button click inf input for B. And both of those do a similar thing, which is they use this infrared send number block. And you'll find this over here in the network block. If you're wondering where infrared is, it's a network. So this infrared send, and I'm sending a 1 when I hit A, and I'm sending a 2 when I hit B. Now, on the receiving side, I have this receiving block. It says on infrared received num, and that is the variable that it casts this incoming uh, message, this, this 
uh, piece of data that comes from the infrared message. Uh, and what we're doing when we receive a number is I'm going to blank the LEDs by setting them all to black. And then I'm going to set a pixel color at whichever number value came in. And we have the 10 NeoPixel ring, so uh, pixel 0, 1, 2, 3, and so forth. So if 1 is the number coming through, then NeoPixel 1 is going to light up red. If 2 is the number that comes through, then NeoPixel 2 lights up red. So let's have a little demo here. Uh, you can see I've got actually the same program running on both of these. And on my sending board, I'm going to, in fact, I'm going to hold it up here so you can see it. And then I'm going to send by clicking the buttons. You can see that red LED is changing positions on the circuit Playground Express as it receives infrared messages. It's that simple. That is how you send infrared messages between Circuit Playground Express boards using MakeCode. And that's MakeCode. Okay. Also on the Adafruit blog, if you're an educator, check out, um, you can just search for MakeCode, or you can look at the author, Mike Brella. Uh, we posted a link to a PDF for curriculums and for schools and for educators who are going to use things like make code and circuit playground. Okay, um, it is time. Okay. Link we bring you the world of Python on hardware this week. We've got a lot. Okay, so um, is circuit Python good for cosplay? Well, we built it for cosplay, and that's yes. why it's good for cosplay. So this is a cosplay project um, yeah. by Boss Jones. It's a it's half of a um, Black Panther uh, cosplay project with NeoPixels and CircuitPython in it. And uh, this is such a cool gift, so we have to include it. Well, also, in Wakanda, the vibramium is what powers everything. But for costume makers, it's CircuitPython. Yeah. Um, we also have a series of posts that we're doing about what inspired us to do um, things like Trellis, which is a now a open source Python playing musical instrument. So I'll just show a little bit. Um, one was... You know what this is? Is this the Bitbox? This is this is what became Mono. I believe it was called Bitbox. That was the wow. This is huge. And this is what they started off with. And this is what Mono started as. Then later, and this is um, a really long time ago, like eleven years ago. Um, this is what Mono first shipped with. And we did a series of posts. We looked at the Wayback Machine, all this cool stuff from the the one of the original maker musical instrument boxes that kind of did a lot of stuff. Yeah. And then later on, this is the... This is six, 16, it's 16 by 16, massive. Yeah, this is a massive one. And then we also looked at, you know this? This is the Tenorion, which actually, like, I kind of yeah. remember hearing about it. So this was actually back in 2005. Yeah. And it was a different, it made the music on its own, and it had an LCD, and it had buttons. Um, but it was like a button board. And, uh, yeah, like, Yamaha was trying to invent, like, futuristic... Um, musical instruments yeah. uh, interfaces. And here's just a little bit. And again, when you look at the Neo Trellis, you're like, oh, like these are the inspirations and the type of things that, that we wanted to make. And since things got lower cost and easier to use, especially with things like Circuit Python, um, you know, Neo Trellis is sixty bucks. Um, it's like pretty good value. Yeah, because with with all these other boards, like you know, you're just you're just it's a MIDI slave or it has firmware that's not open source. But it's like, well, what if you could program it yourself? And this is from a Nine Nails concert where, if you look at this, this is it's like a giant version of uh, Neo Trellis. Yeah, it's like a gigantic yeah. touch synthesizer, which is really cool. Yeah, and then um, we also have 
coming soon. This is Blue Fruit, Bluetooth, NRF stuff going on. It's happening. We're working on it. Um, yeah. Anyone out there, you're, you, you love debugging and working on Bluetooth APIs. Uh, you know your get from your gaps. Uh, drop in CircuitPython Discord. Yeah. Or uh, check out the GitHub it's repo. It's happening. It's like, you know, we're, we're, we're kind of building the world. Or as you said, like we're building the airplane as it's flying. So yeah. it's, it's fun. Dave did a CircuitPython talk, Python on That's hardware. Dave. Thanks, Dave. That's CircuitPython. Some costuming made with CircuitPython. Um, this week made with Moo. I thought this was interesting. Over on Gitter, which is, um, you know, kind of like a Slack community kind of... GitHub uh, thing, yeah. GitHub chat thing. Um, and Toll mentioned that they're going to be adding Kano to Moo. Yeah. And this is MicroPython interacting with Kano so you can light up one of their products. And this is really interesting because Kano didn't have MicroPython it wasn't originally, or Python support. I think when they first started the Kickstarter, they didn't mention it. Yeah. But now it does ship with, I think it's the ESP32 or something like that. Yeah. And it has, a, you know, the ESP32 uh, MicroPython core, and then you can, you know, uh, web grapple in and, and control it over the internet, which is interesting. It, you know, this this um, this wave of hardware um, running CircuitPython, it's like the more we look, the more we're seeing it. Speaking of. Speaking of. Um, which, Digi, and this is a screenshot from the Mauser video, um, they're now stocking this XB3. And what does it have? What is it supported? MicroPython. MicroPython. So, so we're trying to get a hold of folks at Digi and also Scilabs because there's a port of MicroPython and they said they were going to post it and we can't find it. So we're trying to find that. We're doing the footwork. So we'll let you know if that works out. Um, JP posted up his guide. We have a highlight series of guides that we do every week with CircuitPython. We have over 115 libraries. Yes, and this right one. Now. This one, this is the first project we've done with the Feather M0 Bluefruit. So if you wanted to do like a Feather M0, so you have that disk drive programmability and do Bluetooth, this is the first project we've done that shows you how to do yeah. it using our app and uh, Bluetooth Energy. So this is all the stuff that we do every single week. You can check out the um, awesome CircuitPython list. Yeah, this is like from a... the Adafruit Daily newsletter. Go to adafruitdaily.com, sign up for Python on hardware, and it's all part of Code Plus community. That's why we showed the cosplay communities, the Python communities, all the intersection of these things together. And the glue is Python. We have more news coming up next week. That is Python on hardware for the week. Awesome. Okay. All right. Time travel. What's going on in the world, Makers, Hackers, what is, what is going on? Well, there is some stuff going on. We had a yeah. milestone, Lady Ada. What's the milestone? We had a milestone. Thank you, everybody. Uh, yesterday at 319, we hit 1.9 million orders. Oh, my goodness. And uh, I have a post on the blog that has all the other milestones. Yeah. The reason I put the 1.9, because the last time we did a post was in July, it was 1.5 million, and it was a Pi Zero uh, W that uh, the person ordered uh, yesterday. It was a Locksport set. Oh, put, that's nice. But I put the 1.9... Um, here because uh, please predict when we'll get two million. That's right. Yeah. Get your guesses ready. So um, this is a big milestone. This is all open source hardware. It's all 100% uh, woman-owned company. Um, this is this is us, and and it's. And these are all real orders, by the way. Like all real it's, orders. it's not like oh, we started at like 1,800. No, this is like real. we started at like 10. Yeah. <laughs> like. Okay. Um, for Jobs Board is. Rockin'. We have 32 jobs. This one was just posted today. Do they today. fit on a page? Well, now they do because I oh, changed the pagination. Changed the pagination. Okay. But um, this week, these are the two featured jobs. Club Program Coordinator and Club Growth Manager for the Raspberry Pi Foundation. Ooh. If you want to work with Raspberry Pi, you can do it. These are the two jobs. Check it out. Jobs.adafruit.com. All the pies you can is, eat. Yeah. And, and they're in Oakland. You don't have to go to the UK. So if you're in the US... Yeah. Um, and just one one note, because Stella's in Discord, so I think it was before Stella was uh, uh, 
she started in kidding, and now Stella's a CFO. Stella, uh, I don't know if it was when she was CFO or not, but I think it was, she was doing close to. She here. guessed to the day. To the day when we would have our millionth order, and so because she knows her numbers. Yeah, so that that was at Excalibur. So if you can, <laughs> so we'll see if she, she can guess it again this line. year. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, she was the director of finance. Okay. Um, all right, so open source hardware. We have a few things going on in the world of open source hardware before we get to guides this yeah. week. First up, um, we've been playing around with Trellis. And so the first thing I wanted to show, there's something called Web MIDI. And uh, there were some folks on Twitter, and they're like, oh, I'm doing this Web MIDI thing. And we immediately said, oh, you got to try that. So here's me playing a website with a Neo Trellis. That's web MIDI. That's pretty cool. Then someone He's on Twitter. not just for music. Yeah. Then someone on Twitter is like, "Hey, does it work with GarageBand?" I'm like, "Well, I haven't tried it, but I'll try it." So here's me trying it. was fun. That was yeah. fun. Okay, um, Lady Ada, on learn.adafruit.com, we have 1,639 tutorials. We have What were the tutorials ton. of the week? Okay, starting off, week? we have WeavePy guide number six, pH um, monitoring. So this guide uh, builds on the last five guides for WeavePy. This time you're adding a pH sensor that will let you um, read the pH and then alert you if it's too basic or too acidic. Uh, really important for your... Um, freshwater or saltwater fish, you want to make sure that, especially the, the more exotic fish, I think they really care the pH. Um, so instead of using strips, you can just use a sensor that you, you dunk in and it stays inside all the time and it's constantly measuring pH. From Mike Stone, we have a massive, massive guide that he wrote, how to choose a microcontroller. Now you might be wondering, boy, Adafruit, like you have so many things. You've got itsies and bitsies and teensies and trinkets and playgrounds and metros and feathers. Like how do I know what to get? What, what's a good place to start? or what kind of um, board is a good match for my project. Well, he goes through all different kinds of boards from the 8-bit to the 32-bit to the Bluetooth to the Wi-Fi. Uh, pros and cons of each, I mean, of course, it's it always changing, there's always new boards, but, um, you know, it's an excellent um, place to start, especially if you're a beginner and, or you just want to compare, like, what's the difference between the SAMD21 and the uh, AVR, you know, 3, 328 or, or 324, um, so check that out. We also have um, from John Park the Trellis M4 Expressive MIDI controller. Now it doesn't generate music on its own. For this one, it's actually just sending MIDI messages when you press buttons. And it also, we showed that video um, using the Helm software. It uses the accelerometer built in to send a mod wheel or um, a CC1 messages. So you can use that to change pitch, um, to change tremolo, to change, you know, you can use it to make, give yourself a, an analog 
sensor, not just the button presses, note on, note off, but actually like changing the effects. So um, you saw it in the video, that's why we're shaking it. You know, as you shake it, the motion changes um, the sound. We have from Kathy, a lovely Nelso LED wristband, um, cutting up some felt and taping it together. Uh, no sewing is required. Um, this uses the nylon conductive tape that we put in the store recently in a coin cell and you can just tape it together and, you, and actually it's quite solid. Um, and it you know, maybe takes like an hour or two with some kids. It's a good weekend project um, to make these no-sew wristbands. Some electronic joy without any soldering. Um, the motion gift box, I'll show that from Known Pedro. It's um, half spooky box, half holiday gift. It's a robot. It will uh, run away from you or run towards you. It has kind of erratic motion and it uses a PIR sensor to detect when somebody's nearby. It's a good cricket project, circuit python. Um, You've got the Star Trek soundboard with Neo Trellis. So you got 32 buttons. What if it could, uh, you could press each one and it played 32 different sound effects. So we take you through how to get sound effects. We don't provide these because they're not free, but we tell you where to go get them, how to convert them into waves. And then of course you can make your own custom control board. I like this look because it has a kind of a look of an old oh, and we're style. Gonna, and we're going to play the video. Yeah, we'll have a little video. So right now. play that now. So, as you can up. tell, you do whatever you want. And then Mike Brella, this was a really cool, useful guide. We had a, a lot of teachers, educators, workshop runners, where all the students using Chromebooks. And um, usually it's very hard to do other trunks in a Chromebook because you can't sell a compiler, you can't sell IDE. But thanks to CircuitPython and MakeCode, it's actually quite easy to program on a Chromebook. And all you don't have to buy any software, you don't have to pay anything. Everything's free. Especially with MakeCode, it's like super easy. It's drag and drop. With CircuitPython, we show you how to uh, get a text editor going so you can edit the code right on the board and um, how to use Beagle term to um, view the REPL because Moo doesn't run on a Chromebook quite yet. Um, it's a great step-by-step -step guide on you have a Chromebook, you want to do electronic projects, here's how to do it. And then from Erin, um, it, we call this the spinner spinner, what's for dinner? It's a make code project. It's a really simple project that when you press a button, a little spinner goes round and round and then slowly, you know, slows down and eventually will pick a random choice. So in this case, you can, um, she shows you how to make a selection wheel. And then you put the circuit player in the center, you write out all the different options. And so maybe you'll have ice cream for dinner or Mexican or sushi, um, all these different options. And you, of course, write whatever you want, so for dinner, choose what you want to wear tomorrow, uh, what games to play. Um, where to go take a walk to, it, you know, why make choices when you can have your circuit playground and make code do that for you. That was all 1,639 guides. Expect some amazing new guides and some new guide authors soon on learn.adafruit.com. Okay, I'm in New York City. This is some factory footage. We have some scenes and more. Take it away, factory.
check your sensors. That's it, the line? Yeah. Okay. And it wouldn't be a made in NYC bit of factory footage. By the way, you know, Amazon's getting like billions. We've been here for a while. We didn't ask for anything. <laughs> no, I mean, like, they got incentive. We got zero we incentives. We got nothing. Yeah, we just get charged more for being here. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, um, here's a sunset. I'm going to email my local politician and be like, and be disappointed. What up? Hey, Alexa, how do I get in on this? Um, <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's beautiful out. Yeah. Okay. Nice evening. All right, 3D printing. No, no, Pedro. 3D printing. Putting up the spooky uh, box. A ton of things. We're going to do the spooky box and then the sped up of a cool lizard. Lizard. Like thing. Okay. So here we go. Take it away.
forget 3d hangouts every wednesday except for next week it's holiday time but every wednesday you can tune in and learn how to make all the stuff okay so here's the deal adablox is shipping really soon so he's going to be surprised within it a lot of folks will probably guess what's in it might be something that's really popular that's hard to get unless you get an adablox but you might not be able to guess everything that's in it we always be able to guess some everything. pretty cool extras however but i have yes. some adablox things that i want to show a little bit of music i made a little bit of art i made this is all just with Adabox. This is all Adabox. Adabox. Use all parts of Adabox. Subscribe yeah. to it. So, Adabox.com, you can get it uh, delivered to you. You can give it as a gift. Great gift. Um, you only have a couple more weeks. We will definitely run out of slots we have each time. If you haven't, get on Adabox.com right now. Here is a couple things I made. Jeff, some of the things that Adabox could do. Maybe. Maybe. Secret. Maybe. Okay, well, before we get into new products, Code Soil tempers it off and native restore all the way up to 11.59 p.m. Easter Center time, you should do that. Everything except for gift certificates in Adabox. Um, Want to do this, Lady Ada? Yeah. Take it away. That's pretty good. That's it. Okay. Barbecue sauce. Yeah, let's uh, let's let's see okay. what, what this is. We got updated products. Um, kind of half new. It's the Metro without headers. Now, um, we've updated the Metro he with headers a little bit ago to have um, a CP2104 instead of an FTDI chip. We also um, made it even skinnier by removing the DC jack. So that's through hole as well. Look at that. And uh, we improved a little bit. We had a couple of design improvements. Um, that is out, but we uh, finally got through all of the um, non-soldered version of the metros. We don't sell a ton of these, but it is something that people do like, so I, I like to stock it. So I'll just I'll just show this really fast. It's um, Arduino Uno compatible. It uses the Atmega uh, 328, um, and uh, it's got um, as you see, it's, it doesn't have the header soldered in. So it comes with uh, the raw header. So if you do want to solder them in, you can. Um, I mean, I suggest if you if you really want the header soldered in, get the version with soldered headers. But you know, you can you can put the DC jack in or out. You can put these headers in or out. So you get all those um, header connections. 
Um, it works with all of our shields. You get an on-off switch, the LEDs, the micro USB. You can select whether you want to be three volt or five volt uh, logic. Um, and yeah, it's just like super skinny. You can see how thin it is. So good for when you want something, maybe you want to solder a shield directly onto it or something, you want it to be as thin as possible. So updated. Okay. Now it comes with a CB2104. Next up, if you're wondering why we have the code soil, here's why. Yes. We We've now have... For a while. Yes, it's it a is. a big deal. I know, I've been meaning to do this for quite a long time, but now it's done. So this is a soil sensor, and a lot of low-cost soil sensors use um, resistive sensing, and on, on purpose we kind of decided to do something a little bit different. Um, this uses Seesaw, so it's an AT-SAMD-10, which is a microcontroller that has a capacitive touch peripheral. And we actually have one gigantic capacitive touch pad on the bottom here. This is a gigantic capacitive touch pad. And when you touch it, the um, light controller reads that capacitive touch reading and then sends it over I squared <clears throat> C. As you can see here, I have a, a STEMA cable. It's got power ground, SDA, and SCL, clock and data. So it's standard I squared C. So it works with any microcontroller. We have CircuitPython and Arduino code, so you can use it with Arduino chips and C++. You can use it with Python or, or CircuitPython. You can use it with Raspberry Pi or whatever um, Linux computer or, or CircuitPython boards. And it also reads the um, temperature. There's a little temperature sensor inside the chip. It's not a great temperature sensor, but it's within like a degree or two, it's gonna be, it'll give you the temperature. So you stick this into the soil up to about this spot. You can see the line. Um, when it gets damp, um, this sensor measures uh, that capacitive increase and sends it out over ice Does it work C. with CircuitPython? It works with CircuitPython. Oh, it works with CircuitPython. Yeah, I'm glad you asked. Um, okay. Because it's just I squared C. We, we purposely didn't choose to go with one that was analog output because this way you can have multiple sensors. Also, a lot of um, single board computers don't have analog input. So this means you can use it with like anything. Everything's got I squared C. And because there's no exposed um, copper, Phil B did a really lovely silk screen here. It's covered with mask. And so when you, when you put it in, it won't oxidize, won't get damaged, um, which happens to a lot of lower cost sensors. Even if they're gold plated, um, they oxidize and, and like, you know, the, the differential, the DC voltage differential means that you get like cruft on them and they get dirty and then the resistance fluctuates. With capacitive touch measurement, um, it works great all the time, year round, forever and ever. You, you know, wipe it down once in a while just so it doesn't get super filthy. Um, but this is the, the superior way of doing soil sensing. Is there ways to reprogram the onboard chip? If you'd like, um, there's SWD pads on the back. If you are an experienced programmer, we link to um, on GitHub, we have the Seesaw code. You can go there and um, reprogram it. You're, you're kind of on your own because like we don't support that. We sell it pre-programmed. It doesn't come with a bootloader because the chip is too small, but you can use a, a J-Link or ICE or whatever to reprogram the chip if you'd like. Okay, uh, next up, speaking of CircuitPython, we have a little pack. Yes, yeah, this is so adorable. I should say, I, it, um, so Justin Carter, and I was like, oh, that's such a good idea. He was like, you should do a little CircuitPython getting started pack using those beautiful purple cases. So you get a purple case, you get a half-size breadboard, you get 20 wires, you get um, five 10K resistors, five uh, 560 ohm resistors, a little um, micro USB cable, a switch, a buzzer, RGB LED, um, light sensor, red LED, green LED, potentiometer, three buttons, and an itsy bitsy. And um, you specifically wanted the itsy bitsy because it'll fit on the breadboard and give you a lot of space for all these sensors. So this is a great way to just get started and experiment. And because it comes with the itsy bitsy M4, it's really fast. It's, it's great for CircuitPython. 
Um, you'll be zoom in, you get the sticker, you can see the purple on the sticker matches the case, which isn't on purpose, but it's like, super cool that it does. Um, this is a, a, you know, we, we discounted it a lot, so it's a great gift uh, for someone who, you know, you want to learn microcontrollers, you want to get started easily. We have a great beginner guides that Katni and Carter and the rest of the team have worked on. So this is it, you know, for like 25 bucks, get started. You know, go and learn electronics with CircuitPython using this really fast microcontroller. And uh, then you can tote around in this little box. I thought I'd show the box real fast because it is just so cute. So um, this is the box, it's a little zipper pack so you can, um, it's secure, it's kind of tough so you can put it in your bag. Open it up and you've got your breadboard. You can plug the itsy bitsy into it. You get all of your parts and you can store them here and then of course you can put that Blinka sticker on the outside or on the back of your breadboard or whatever and then when you're done you just you zip it up and uh, take it home or take it to school or take it to work or back. Now on the board guide that we have <laughs> I think that's a good place someone asked like well when should I use a itsy bitsy versus like a feather and I think the board guide is a good place to look but do you have like a very concise summary of why you would the biggest difference why you would decide to the, use one over the other? Yeah the biggest difference is the itsy bitsy doesn't have a um, lipo charger built in so it makes it much smaller. The feather is it's much longer. The itty bitchy is much more compact because it doesn't have that battery connection. Um, but it's still an express board. Um, we have a bunch of itty bits. It's just it's just really small, but it has a lot of pins. So yeah. it's kind of that in between. It doesn't have mounting holes and it doesn't have a battery charger. Other than that, though, it's almost identical. But yeah, it does have yeah. more pins. Okay. And then last up this week, it's here. It's a gigantic glowing skull. No, it's this case. Um, this was a design from Mike Dole, who's it designed all of our cases. Um, very cool. This is how we develop products. Here. This is how we develop products. We actually okay. So, anyways, um, <laughs> glass skull not included glass or the battery. This is this is the case for the circuit playground. Yep, we designed a case. Um, Mike Dole designed a case for circuit playground, and it's great. I think it's the ultimate case. It's perfect for the circuit playground express. It's not designed for the classic. Um, so stick it with the Express. I mean, it might work, but it's really designed for the Express. It's clear, so you can use the LEDs, the light sensors, the infrared in and out. Um, it's not waterproof or weatherproof. Like you shouldn't take this out in the rain. And I mean, it'll it'll protect it, but it's not. You can't dunk it under water. But it also means that the microphone and speaker, like you know, air can come so out. A surprise on the back of it. The surprise. We have. Um, well, who designed it? Of course. Mike Dole. We put the designer's name on these things. There's two slots. You can see, so you can put a webbing through it if you want to turn this into a watch or attach it to something. You can you can tie it to something. There's also a quarter twenty nut, which means that you can use a tripod. Maybe you can go to the large thing. Yeah, yeah. So um, most tripods, and this is like a little mini tripod. It has a little piece that fits in, and um, this is a standard size uh, screw. So you can um, attach this in here, and you screw it on. And yep. then you can attach it to a tripod. So this is good. You know, maybe you don't need a tripod, but there's a lot of camera connectors and mounts that use that screw size. And so if you ever want to attach it, like, really solidly to something, like, this is never going to come off. Um, it comes in two pieces. You can still clip alligator clips to it. You can still touch the capacitive touch pads. You know, not solidly, but you can touch it from the side. You can clip to them. Um, you get the switch. Uh, you could reset it. I'll, I'll plug it in so you can um, see what it's like. Else, is the um, the screw thing in it press fitted or is it plastic over molded? It's molded in. It is molded in. Yeah, I mean, if you really pulled, you could probably yank you it out. But it's heat yeah. set in. Um, but yeah, we got the reset button 
and it's nice and, and bumpy. You can press it, you get the two buttons, you get the switch, you can plug in all the cables, battery. It's just a lovely protective case. It's not too chunky, but it is, you know, it does give it a little bit more. It's also like safe. nearly indestructible. I tried to destroy it and I had it with me and when we were testing and like, yeah, it is a beautiful case. It's functional, good for kids. Um, it has a mount on the back. You can turn it into like a wearable. No tools required to put together. It's yeah. snap fit, put the back on, slide the switch to the left, put, you know, make sure that the nub is switched to the left and you put it on and you're, and you're golden. I mean, it's glass skull, not included. Yeah. Battery you don't get the skull. Included. Circuit playground, not included. But the case is included. symbolizes our imagination. Okay? You can imagine these things. Sometimes they're not real. Sometimes you don't get them all at once. Yeah. Sometimes you have to collect them. One other thing, just to clarify, if you want to use a circuit playground with like a, a biscuit or a gizmo or a cricket, um, you can't put the screw holes through it. it won't, that It doesn't have enough clearance for that, really. That's right. So um, this is good for standalone use. But if you're going to attach to something else, you probably won't be able to have it in the case while it's attached to something. Like okay. electrically. Recap. Recap. We got the Headerless Metro, that Mega 328P uh, Metro works with all of our shields, Arduino Uno shape and compatible. Now it comes without the headers and jack installed, so it's slimmer. There's a capacitive touch soil sensor. It uses capacitive sensing, also has temperature sensor uh, with output as I squared C. So it works with anything with Python or CircuitPython or Arduino support. Uh, it's a great, high quality, won't get damaged in two months soil sensor. Okay. Give the gift of getting started with CircuitPython with this Itsy Bitsy starter kit. It's got everything you need. You get a breadboard, you get Itsy Bitsy, you get this beautiful purple case, a sticker, wires, resistors, components. Um, follow our guides with the Itsy Bitsy M4 and you can be rocking out with CircuitPython and learning a lovely new language today. This case for Circuit Playground Express is a two-piece plastic design. Snap it on, it protects it. You can still get all the buttons, the capacitive touch, the alligator clips, the switches, all the sensors still work. Everything is works, but now it's in a beautiful case that uh, protects it and shows it off. On the back, you've got uh, two slots for a strapping of some sort if you want, or connection, and also has a quarter 20 uh, molded hex nut so you can attach it to a uh, camera connector of some sort or a tripod if you'd like. If America had a song, it would be the baby back rip song. From okay. All right. So um, let's uh, remind everyone. Soil is the code. Use it. Um, let's do some top secret. We yeah. got two things. First up. Web C. What is this NRF, and what does it do? NRF 52840 Express. We're pretty much done. We had to we get peripherals working. High speed pins. It's Express. It's got a circuit. Um, great circuit pin on support. We even got that SWD connector put in there. Like we fit it. Um, it's probably gonna be a four-layer design, but for now it's kind of like two-layer just to get it started and prototyped. But it's gonna come with flash, it's gonna come with battery charging, the NRF52840, a lovely chip with an FCC certified module. I can't wait. It's gonna be the hottest new feather of the year. All right. Well, we're doing a bunch of stuff with MIDI, so fine. Here you go, everybody. This is it's a, a MIDI featherwing. It's a MIDI featherwing. Um, you, it connects to the RX and TX pins on uh, your microcontroller and gives you that, you know, opto-isolated and, and, you know, whatever level shifted. Output works with 3.3 volts. I just picked, I went to the MIDI spec. I picked the right values. Um, provide both the DIN jacks and also uh, 
uh, eighth inch jacks because apparently eighth inch jacks are like the kind of the new hotness. And uh, speaking of MIDI, Colin has a cat named MIDI and has nothing to do with the next video besides he has a cat named MIDI and this is Colin who's working on a cool thing with Neotrell. It's not out yet, but I'm going to show it anyways. Yeah, shut off. Time to answer some questions. Load them up in Discord. Yeah, we were I'll, answering I'll them. Ask them. Yeah, yeah, we were answering them as we went along. So um, I did I, we may have got to a bunch of them, but anyways, we're still gonna answer them. It's adafruit.it/discord. Um, head over there now. Go to Discord and let's tag see. your questions. Um, yeah, the NRF MIDI trellis. Next cool thing on the block. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> um, it is true. Okay, uh, we need to record you saying new and pitch shift with a couple offsets. Yeah, we did a new. We did. We did, we did, we did a new, new one before. Yeah. New we, Okay, does the ADP S9960 proximity light RGB and gesture sensor work well with the cricket to detect walls and people from moving, uh, from a moving robot friend? If no, not, what that way? would not work very well at all. You should use either the HCSR04, the uh, sonar sensor, or um, actually that's kind of what you should use. And we have CircuitPython code. You would have to connect it directly to the Circuit Playground Express though, because uh, you can't go through the cricket. Um, but that should work. It might work best with a feather cricket, to be honest. Okay. Uh, I've been trying to use rechargeable nickel metal hydride batteries to power circuit playground cricket. All the brands that I've tried so far, I'll put more than 1.3 volts. So four batteries tend to be about 5.5 volts, which is too much for the cricket. What do you suggest other than just uh, use three batteries? Yeah, you can use three batteries. It, it's, it is a challenge because you want like exactly five volts. Another thing you can do is put a, a 1N4001 diode in series with your battery pack to drop your voltage, like, you know, a half a volt or so. Um, but yeah, we want to protect the cricket from getting more than five volts. And it's like, you can use it with battery power, but it's like three alkalines work really great. Um, four nickel metal hydrides when they're fully charged uh, is a little too high. So yeah, try the diode trick. That okay. might work for you. This is from old Carl with the Medi feather wing. Now we need to do a four channel CV gate feather wing. Ooh, <laughs> you CV gate people. Okay. Didn't uh, sink. I didn't see a chip on the MIDI wing. Is it for BitBang MIDI only, or do the pins line up with, uh, you starts on the M0, M4. Yeah, almost 90% of our feathers have hardware UART, so you would use the hardware UART. I was thinking about it, and we're like, we decided let's start with this. Um, so you would you would use UART for it, um, but they, they're, they're connected to the two UART pins. If you're using, like, there's a couple feathers that don't have the UART free because they're used for programming, like the ESP266. This isn't a really good choice for them, but I had to mix, you know, it's like, I wanted to make something that worked with as much stuff as possible. Um, and sometimes that means that it doesn't work great with absolutely everything. Um, yeah, the ESP32 has a free UART, uh, but the ESP8266 does not. Okay, I'll jump around. Does the soil sensor work with the Pi? It will work with anything that has okay. I2C. Um, little shout out for your shirt, cs for all Yeah, we do stuff with cs for all uh, We participate in a variety of ways, and Yay. they sent out a shirt to us, which is nice. Yay. 
Okay. Um, what do you want to give away this week? We're going to give away a Circuit uh, Python uh, starter kit pack. 4028. Really? Yeah, look. It's, that is a good deal. It's a good deal. That it's a great a gift. Deal. Okay. Um, because you might not have a Circuit Playground Express. So this is all in one. What are the rules? Rules are if you've won something before, you can't win again. Only one winner per my lifetime. The first person to call the phone number when it appears on the magical screen. Here, it'll appear here. Call that phone. It's going to ring this Radio Shack phone. It does not have a schematic in it, but it does have an eye, all-seeing eye. I'm going to say, ahoy, ahoy. That's how you know it's me. Ahoy, ahoy. I'm going to ask you your name, where you're calling from, and a project you're working on or you want to work on. Answer all those things, and you're going to get an itsy-bitsy M4 Circuit Python starter kit. The phone lines are open. Phone lines are open. You just have to translate that. It's Call this down. number. You just look at the numbers. You can type it into the web. There's things like phone to thing. Call this number. That's a really easy phone. I'm going to say, ahoy, ahoy. Maybe you can say ahoy ahoy back. Six four six two four eight seven eight two two. But you can look it up. But too. look it up. You can, you can do it. It's more fun. It's like a it's like a puzzle. Ooh, a little puzzle, a little escape room. Yeah. Um, For so numbers. So we'll see if the phone rings. If you call, you get one of these. I mean, this is cool. Yeah. It's it's good for everything. Oh, there it is. Okay, second ring. Second ring is a charm. Okay. Ahoy ahoy. Hi. Ahoy, ahoy. Are you trying to reach the trivia question? Hello. Hello. This is Ask an Engineer. Hello. Hi. Ahoy, ahoy. Can you Hi. hear me? Ahoy. Ahoy. Great. I can hear you. How are you doing? Oh, good. Can you turn down your um, computer audio if you are if you have it on? Um, yes. Okay, thanks. That always helps. Right. When Hi. you're back. Why don't you give something away now? Okay, I'm going to give something away. <laughs> Hi. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Hi. I'm John, and I'm calling from Massachusetts. Okay, well, congratulations, Jonah, for messages. You won a fabulous Getting Started with CircuitPython uh, kit pack from Adafruit. Congratulations. Wow, amazing. What's a project you're working on? Thank you. Or you want to work on? <laughs> I'm currently working on a tricorder um, with a GUI system made completely in CircuitPython. Well, then you can use this maybe. It's a great uh, kit. Or you can give it away to somebody. Or, uh, I don't know, it's a cool case. And maybe you can carry a tricorder around it. All you have to do is email support at adafruit.com s-u-p-p-o-r-t at adafruit.com and say hey it's Jonah from Massachusetts and I want a product number 4028 if you give them that number 4028 that'll really help and they'll send that to you right away okay well thank you for calling and congratulations on winning have a great day right, good night I did it you did it good work all right, well, that's our show for the week this week. Thank you, everybody. Um, special thanks to all the Adafruit team members that are remote, the Adafruit team members that are here, all the Adafruit friends and community helpers in Discord, the entire Adafruit community, all the folks in the live chats who help out every single week. Um, very much appreciated. Um, thanks to all the customers that are out there who keep this Adafruit thing going. Uh, we have the code that'll be um, it'll be on all the way until... Basically, I kind of fall asleep. So, you know, eventually I do fall asleep. Um, but it'll probably be, it'll be at least till midnight. I promise you that for sure. Yeah. Um, so use that to save a few bucks. Um, please, 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 if you're considering AdaBox as a gift or doing it, um, do it right away because we're going to run out really fast. Yes. And probably It's going to be an excellent gift. Yeah. Like, we only can do so many to make sure we can ship. And there's also only so many of these things that might be in AdaBox. So, yeah. Um, We'll see everybody next week. We're still going to do the show next week. Um, no matter what you're doing, it's it's holiday-ish time. Um, 
next week, uh, whatever you're doing, uh, we're very thankful for everyone. Um, you know, big, interesting number, 1.9 uh, million orders, and this was just because of the work that everyone's uh, done here together. And Every order, one at a time. And, yeah. It's one at a time. And I, I, I personally, when it was just Lady Aiden kidding and just me and shipping, when it was just two of us, I'd I personally shipped a bunch of those. I would, I'd kit them, I'd load yeah. the feeders, I'd write the, I and, still write all the code. And... Uh, you know, a lot of people question, is open source hardware a good idea? Is, is open source software a good idea? What if you do these type of things like video shows and puppet shows and give all the stuff away in documentation? Well, it's working for us, but it's only because of all of you out there. So thank you so much. We very much appreciate it. And um, if you're not here next week because you're traveling or whatever, um, you know, thanks. And uh, please be excellent to one another. That's it. That's all, that's all we ask. Thanks, everybody. We'll see everybody next week. Here is your moment of Zener. Good night.